Welcome to the Only in Movies podcast. I'm your host, Anari, live from Austin, Texas. Hey, and I'm your host, Amato, live from Buffalo, New York. All right. So, in this podcast, we break down the scenes and discuss things that happen only in movies. So, basically, Denari and I will watch the same movie, and then we'll discuss what scenes we find to be basically kind of don't fit, kind of a little ridiculous, I would say. Yeah, I know uh, a lot of times we watch movies and we have to suspend our belief. Uh, but there are definitely some scenes that are kind of difficult to do that for, um, and that's what we'll be focusing on here. Um, we're actually going to be discussing Mission Impossible Fallout, and Amado, can you give us some information about that? So yeah, um, Mission Impossible Fallout, it was directed by Christopher McQuarrie, starring Tom Cruise and Henry Cavill, the sixth installment of the Mission Impossible series. I'm not going to be, be honest with y'all, people. I'm not the biggest Mission Impossible fan. We're going to keep it real. I watched this because of this exercise. I probably wouldn't have watched it without. So we'll learn. Denari's a big Tom Cruise fan. Yeah, I'm a big Tom Cruise fan. You know, I've been following him since the first Mission Impossible, which, which I think I watched as a, as a kid. And I'm glad that he was actually able to bring it back after a little bit of a hiatus. So definitely a fan over here. All right. So you want to just get into it? Sure. sure. Um, I guess I'll start with my scenes so this is another part of the podcast that's interesting we're both going to actually reveal the scenes that we picked um and we don't know which scenes we picked we're hoping that there is a little bit of overlap maybe but if there isn't then that's even more interesting we don't uh, know what we're going to be saying um and this this is the first time we're both hearing um the scenes that we chose so so just a little lift back the curtain last night we did a our first practice podcast and during that, we wouldn't even reveal the scenes to each other because we wanted it to, to be a legitimate surprise for you guys and for us. So Yeah, this is our, our introduction to podcasting, so bear with us. So the scenes that I chose, uh, the first scene, and I think I have them listed in order of appearance, Okay, uh, was the Lark body double scene. <laughs> we definitely get to have some overlap. <laughs> 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 but I have to, let's just start with, there's a lot in this scene to unravel there's, there's, yes. there's a lot of room that may, may not even be the overlap because there was a lot of uh, yeah that was so a long happened. scene yeah <laughs> uh another one that i have chose was the london walker chase scene so this is um when ethan is running across london kind of chasing walker <laughs> trying to go like catch up to him after leaving that uh body double scene and then the last one that i have which is not too bad i would say for all things you know all things considered and this one is out of order um, was the plane skydiving scene when they're parachuting. Oh, so at the beginning. That's at the beginning. Yeah, that's at the beginning. Okay. When they're parachuting in. Yeah, so those are my three scenes, Amato. Uh, what do you have? So, scene number one. We're going to get into this. We're going to analyze this and talk about why we chose these scenes, too. But scene number one was the the whole bathroom scene was just the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. So, my other scene that I thought... This was pretty ridiculous was when Tom Cruise uh, met the his wife and her husband. I thought that scene was kind of At the hospital camp? Yeah, and the husband's reaction. We're going to talk about that. And this wasn't a scene, but when Tom Cruise was pretending to be the Asian dude who wasn't really the Asian dude, who was really... And he said, I murder women and children with smallpox. Even though I know that's what the dude was known for, it was like... It was just so out of place. I didn't even. 
But let's go back to the first scene now, and let's talk about why you chose it. Sure, sure. So, yeah, again, the scene that I chose was the Lark body double scene. After watching that whole scene, or I guess watching it progress, my first question was, how many switcheroos are going to happen in this this scene? <laughs> it was like, oh, no, I got you. No, I got you. Oh, no, you thought you got us, but I actually got you. It just kept going back and forth after a while. It was like, all right, it's a little ridiculous, all this uh, one-upping with who can trick whom. Um, another part of the scene that I actually found pretty funny was that Emilia, who was with the CIA, supposedly doesn't trust anyone after having been divulged that her main right-hand person was actually, uh, I would say, compromised. And yet she sends a whole different team from the CIA to go get him. That didn't make any okay. sense to me at all. I was like, all right, so I'm planning. Let me, let, me, let, me, let me break it down a little even more for you because I, I was a little more detailed in this. Okay. So first off, they shoot the Asian dude in the head, right? There's blood all over the floor. Some guys come to walk in the bathroom, and they pretend that all the blood on the floor is from a nosebleed. Yeah, that was a good one, too. <laughs> so the guys, Harry Cavill's sitting there with his nose up, and there's, like, brain, I would assume, because, you know, when you shoot somebody in the head, there's brain on the floor. Often. Yeah, you know, I've I, I never been there. But, but I would assume. assume. <laughs> right. So they just were just, oh, look, there's a nosebleed. If I saw somebody bleeding that much for their nose, I would be calling the ambulance. Not only that, but <laughs> how were they able to just shoot them off so quickly and nobody came back? Nobody called <laughs> right. nobody. It was just like, please well, go away. Because it was a nosebleed. Because it was yeah. a nosebleed. So you were just like, oh, no, forget it. Oh, no, nothing's going on here. Someone's aggressively shooing me off for a nosebleed. All right, makes sense. I'll buy it. I thought when Heavy Cavill took off his jacket to fight and then got beat up, <laughs> was was like super hilarious. I thought the bathroom was probably like the most poorly put together bathroom in the world. They were flinging each other through toilets. They were flinging <laughs> each other through mirrors. And they were just going right through it. Like, I've been to the mall, the mall bathroom. And if somebody flings me against that wall, I'm not going through no, it. Like, you, you, it's no, it's over for and a if I do, it's, Yeah, right. If I do, I'm not getting up. Not only that, you're probably not going to be able to rip a pipe out of the, the sink with one hand. So, I don't know if this was the elephant in the room for you with this scene. This scene was the most useless scene in the movie. So think about it like this. They go to kidnap this dude, mm -hmm. right? So they could scan his face and use it. They right. get all upset when they can't scan his face. Mm -hmm. They're like, oh no, the machine's broken. We can't scan his face to use it. And then they're just like, all right, fuck it. We don't need his face. Let's be out. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Let's wing it. <laughs> they, they, so... The people he was going to meet obviously didn't know they were going to meet an Asian. Mm -hmm. So then Tom Cruise just shows up. So why did they need to get his face in the first place? Why didn't they just shoot him and just go about their business? They wanted to be sure. Not sure <laughs> enough to, you know. It seems I, I like uh, that... Ethan is just willing to just throw his life on the line at any whim. Right? <laughs> I, he was Asian, though. <laughs> like, like, I don't know. I'm not a bad guy, but. I would like at least to have like a general description of who I mean. Is he white? Is he black? Dominican? Asian? Tell me something. It's like, oh, just some random dude's going to show up and be like, hey, it's me. I'm the plug. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Give me the money. I got you. He it's in the I car. I'll him. be right back. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm good. So that to me was the crux of the stupidity of that whole scene. It was just like, it wasn't complete, completely unnecessary. They could have ran up in there, stabbed him in the throat. Cut them up, threw them in the stall, and went about their business. Yeah. 
They had to go through the whole breaking of the computer. So why would the breaking of the computer even dramatic? <laughs> and that's, that, that was like the first thing. When I first watched the movie, it almost seemed like sabotage that it was so poorly done. I thought for a second that Walker was purposely trying to just ruin the computer and get Ethan caught or something. And then I was like, no, this is just how it's going to go. This was just intended, I guess. Right. Yeah, this was part of the movie. This was <laughs> yes. somebody sat and thought, okay, we need this guy's face. Nah, fuck it. Nah, we're good. Can, right. can we real quick before we jump to subjects? Can we talk about the mustache from Harry Cavill too? I never, I didn't see this, so I didn't know that was the movie that the mustache that ruined Justice League, and it was pretty bad. It wasn't worth ruining Justice League. I just want to throw that out there. It was bad. You know, was, I haven't watched was, Justice League. Was was it all over? I like Justice League. I'm I'm a minority story in my life. Yeah, from what <laughs> I've heard, it was uh, not well received. And then I also want to say at five forty five. In the movie, I wrote down deaf bad guy for Henry Cavill. And then at 612, he gave Shorty the, uncruck, the uncracked phone, Angela Bassett. Yeah. And I was like, oh, oh you see? called it? Yeah, I called it. I wrote it down because I have notes now. <laughs> he did not come off as a very uh, jovial and helpful character from, the, from his first yeah, introduction. No, right? He didn't look like he was going to be you know, the best. He's like, hey, this is my asshole. He was like, she's right. <laughs> <laughs> um. So what was your next scene? So that was actually so you're covering the the bathroom scene. My yeah. my my scene is the the body double scene when they're in like those canals where they have um the bad guy. The bad guy, yeah, the bad guy is in the actual canal and they have him there and they have him all tied up and they're trying to I guess take him to meet people and get the the nuclear weapons. That's where I'm talking about all the switcheroos, where the guy comes. Oh, I got you. I got you. I got you. Yeah. So that that scene, I, that was a long scene. And that's when you have... But that's when he disappeared down the hole. When he was running from the cops for like 30 minutes. Tom right, Cruise, and, then, and then, then he disappears he lands in the down boat. the hole and yeah, ends and on the they... boat. Right. That's just, that was pretty. The hole even getting down onto the boat. Well, that's And they fine, just stopped right? looking. They, well, at least right, they stopped that, looking. They, they that's like, the piece. Oh, he's like, gone. <laughs> it's fine for them to, you know, yeah. for him to do that. But then just because he's in the... Now he's in water, apparently they can't go anymore. Like, it's done. <laughs> They don't have a marine division. When, like, five minutes earlier, you saw the police boats passing <laughs> in the in the water. I was like, so they, they just can't get there? But my scene, like, the actual focus of it is when they're actually in the room and they have um, Simon Pegg, which is, his name escapes me now in the actual movie, but Simon Pegg is the kind of assistant that's not Luther. Luther is the, the van man, and then Simon Pegg is the person that's next to him um, in the beginning of the movie during the transaction. When they're in that room and they're doing all the switcheroo, so first you see that there was a reveal of who has a do- dossier on Ethan and all this stuff. So that's one that that was like, like the introduction to that scene. Then it switches that that the body double is no longer that the, actually the correct person. It was a trap <laughs> for for Cavill, right? That's one switcheroo. Yeah. Then it switches again when they come back and ah, they have the reveal like ah, we got you. But then there was another reveal, like, no, I'm, I'm listening on the phone, actually. So I got all of you. And this I'm turning the off the with Angela on Bassett you guys. and, yes. and, uh, and, okay, I, I know exactly what you're talking about now. Yes. Uh, it took me a second. So then it's like, yeah, so now <laughs> Angela Bassett, who, who her character was Amelia in the movie and the CIA, you know, she's with the CIA. So now she turns off the lights on everybody. So she has control now. And that's what I'm saying. For some reason, she trusted her CIA team who was already compromised because her right-hand man was compromised to go and pick up the man that was compromised. <laughs> Didn't make any sense to me. I was like, so you can't and trust. And that's why they started licking shots at them. Right. Yes. So that, that's, 
right, so I was like, okay. why would you send the CIA? You would uh, that didn't make any sense to me. So like, so so we didn't have overlap then. No, no, no. So that that was a different scene. Yeah, that, that was, was me misunderstanding. Scene. But I actually am looking back at my notes, and I do have escape into hole. Why did he pull a <laughs> knife right before he escaped into the hole? So that's almost overlap. So he he rolls off the he rolls off the bike. He pulls a knife and then he jumps into the hole. What was the no, knife for? So the knife was to cut that a grate or that like that fencing around the thing to yeah, get into to, the hole to get Got down. It. I yeah. missed that. I missed that. Yeah. So the knife was to cut up, cut that and then drop down. And the cops were on him by like this much the entire movie, and they just they let him cut. They were all the around grate. it. They were like, they were just all around the grate, and that was Realistic. it. They just all gave up, and it didn't seem like they even went that far because they were stood on the ground wherever they were. Right, like how many, how many tunnels could they possibly be? But in that same scene, when they're underground and they're doing all the switcheroos, like you said, they start shooting, <laughs> and now Ethan, and now Ethan can't hit anything, even though in the beginning of the movie he was able to hit Luther square in the, in the chest, chest twice <laughs> in the vest, like seventy five feet, <laughs> without I, without having I him in the sights. That, right. Yeah, he turned a right. corner and hit him right. dead in the chest, right. and With then you're in a room. Right. Now you're twenty five feet. From everybody in the room, all around you, and you don't hit anyone almost. And it's okay. like a whole firefight. I was like, "What happened to his marksmanship? Is this not yeah. there?" So that that was my those were my qualms with that scene. Okay, that was the scene I think that most had a little bit of questionable uh, content. But now, when you looked at my scene that I just talked about, don't, aren't you like, "Well, that was kind of ridiculous." Yeah, I think I've, 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 <laughs> over the years, I think Hollywood's conditioned me to know that bathrooms are made of paper mache. You know, well, no, but the whole we don't need his face. Well, that yeah, that piece as well. How they were like, oh, we're just gonna have to go with it. Just, yeah. just what, what oh, are you gonna do? Oh. You, you gotta keep going. <laughs> okay, uh, I guess keep uh, trucking. Like, you don't look anything like him. I guess and that doesn't stop Ethan, man. So, so, so I'm gonna go to my scene. So Ethan meets the chick, and I can't remember her name. I'm sorry, I'm not as good at this movie stuff as you. His ex, his wife. He meets his wife and her new husband at mm. the medical camp. Yeah, I don't remember her name either. And homeboy's like, "What's up? How you doing? You want to <laughs> ride with us? Yo, how you? How's everything going? You know so where long. you know from? Yeah. Oh, you want to ride to the airport? What are we about to leave? But if you want to ride to the airport with us, so y'all can catch up, I'm cool with that. I'll even sit in the back where y'all, y'all, y'all can sit in the front together <laughs> and hold hands. And I was like, this is a little weird and uncomfortable." When I'm, like why, you know, why are they so willing? Yeah, like you, you don't meet, you know, people's exes and be like, oh, you want to hang out? You, what you like to drink? You're like it's just that's not a natural occurrence. So I, was, I figured he was he was into that. He liked to see his he was he, he, with <laughs> other people. <laughs> thought was he was inviting goal. him for a night yeah, out afterwards. Yeah. yeah, he's a cock. Is the <laughs> I think it's the technical term. I actually, like, well, I've heard down. of you. I kind of I kind of want to see what you built. <laughs> Elizabeth looked at my notes and said. What's a cock? <laughs> <laughs> You'll see. You'll hear. Listen to the podcast. Do you want to explain what a cuck is for, for people? Uh, it's, it's someone who likes to see their significant other with another person. Yes. That would be my definition. I don't know if you have anything to like elaborate on. No, that. no. That, that, that would okay. nail it. Uh, yeah. That would nail it. Doop, doop, ching. That would nail it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> And scenes, yeah, now that I'm looking back at it, he was oddly jovial. Like, hey. Yeah, yeah. oh, my man. Yeah, so, okay, your next one? So, my next one is um, the London Walker chase scene. So, this is when Ethan's chasing Walker after all the switcheroos and he still gets away. (laughs) That's another thing. All that only to have him still get away. 
So I felt like I was that was like a waste of, of switcheroos there. Ethan's running and running and he's sweaty and he's crazy. He's <laughs> talking to the team on the headset and he bursts into an office building. Yeah. Talking oh, yeah, to yeah, himself yeah, yeah. on a non-visible device, shatters a window <laughs> with a chair that the lady was sitting in, and everyone well, she, is just no, standing she did around. That, that would just she was just sitting in. She yeah, handed she, it to she him. Put, right. She was like, "Please right. have it." Because <laughs> if that happened to you at your office, you'd be like, "Oh well, you obviously need a chair." Yes. Here you go. Here you go, sir. You're just an asshole. That's your problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if somebody bursts into your office, you'd be all, oh, "What you doing here?" <laughs> <laughs> How do you, you get in? We have bad access. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> do you have your fingerprint in the system? No. Yeah. See? No. No Church. questioning. So even if he asked for the chair, his next step was then to shatter a window violently and no one budged. Everybody was like, all right, so what's next? They <laughs> watched. What you mean? They, they, they budged because once he jumped out, they all went to look and see what he did. Oh, yeah. Oh, they go, oh, wow, that's cool. That's uh, maybe it's like a European thing. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what what that was about. But I was like, no one seemed concerned in the least bit. So let's expand on that 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 scene a little bit too, because towards the end of that scene goes to one of my notes when they get to that elevator. Yeah. So, so I have a note for that too. But go on. So this dude has the most amazing upper body strength I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> He's just holding on for dear life. But he also did this on a helicopter. He also did this on a cliff. And he also climbed rocks after being in a near-death battle. A helicopter crash, yes. (laughs) A helicopter crash and a near-death battle. He still had the upper body. So, you know, he held on to the elevator the entire time that that elevator went up. And I was like, this this dude just amazing. He had a nice discussion and everything. (laughs) He wasn't breathing heavy. (laughs) He was just like, yo. five-hour energy before he was good. Why did you do all of this? You're such an asshole. You know, he like he didn't even he wasn't he wasn't sweating if you really think about it. So I thought that was pretty interesting. And in that same scene, when he's holding on to the elevator, he's told by Walker, if I see you again, she dies. And then he proceeds to go out the door and see him again. I was like, what? Then, <laughs> Wait, also, I was like, does that not count? I don't know. <laughs> I like, could be wrong. The next day. I could be wrong. But did he not have the opportunity to just stomp on his fingers? And make him let go of holding on to the bottom of the elevator? Was his fingers not exposed? Oh, no, no. His, he was holding on. It was like a to grate. Like the and thing he was to, okay, right under right, that. Yeah. Right. I'll give him that then. Fine. But that, that whole act of pulling out the photo and putting it on the floor as he's holding <laughs> in, the, in the shaft, about to like drop. Then he's like, I see you again. She's dead. And he's like, <gasps> and you see his facial expression like, oh, no, I'm, I'm beat. He got and he's me. Like, now nah, nah, I'm going to still get him, though. And then he walks outside through the door and then. Walker and stares at him from the helicopter like, didn't I just tell you if I see you, I'm going to kill you? <laughs> Boy! <laughs> that yeah. whole thing was confusing. I was like, somebody didn't, uh, I guess, listen to what Walker actually said there because they just ignored it completely. But yeah, that was my other scene. Did you have a third? What was your third again? So my third one wasn't, it was the, 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 the skydiving. Oh, skydiving. That was more like a, a comment than like... I don't know. I thought that whole scene was scene. ridiculous. I don't know. If, it was, it was kind of ridiculous. Walker was, was just of... unnecessarily standoffish. <laughs> Like jumping out of a thing. plane, right? <laughs> yeah. First of all, right, of jumping all out of a plane above and the apparently atmosphere. not knowing what he was doing because he didn't even know how to turn on his oxygen and he was still brazen enough to be like, nah, I'm going. <laughs> I don't need no instructions. How do you wh- where do you pull? It's like I'm out. So now my problem with that is I'm not saving you. I'm good. I did everything I can. You kicked me out of the way so you could jump out the plane. I am not going out of my way to save do you. you. I'm good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm good. I'm, I'm done. And then while he's falling, in that same scene while he's falling, 
Walker seemingly gets hit by lightning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Scratch on the clouds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't even consider that right. Lightning hit him (laughs) in the sky. Not even like through a conduit. No, directly. He wasn't holding on to a kite. No, nothing. (laughs) There were no keys involved. (laughs) Benjamin Franklin was not there. All right. It was, he was just hit by lightning. Right. Directly and Duh. still just woke up and didn't seem to even notice he was passed out. He was like, hey, you're missing your oxygen, man. That scene was all like, come on, man. He, <laughs> okay. like, did like a, okay. a, he did like a Mary Poppins graceful landing on top of the building after all that. Like, yeah, you know, it's just lightning. I brushed that off. But that was a little incre- I was incredulous for that, that scene. But so my, my come on, scenes. man scene. If I had a come mm-hmm. on, I guess the, that's a good a good third one. Just a come on, man scene. Like these two are ridiculous, yeah. but come on, man. My come on, man scene was the bomb starts 15 minutes and the countdown begins. <laughs> In the movie, 23 minutes actually, or 24 minutes actually pass, and then the bomb finally de- deactivated. But my man, listen, he, he jumped on a helicopter. They got into a helicopter chase. He got into a helicopter crash. Then he got into a fight. Then he climbed a cliff. You're telling me that'll take more than 15 minutes? <laughs> he did not budget for his time well, you know. I go to Subway, and it takes more than 15 minutes for them to make two meatball subs. And this dude can get into helicopter crashes and, <laughs> and still have time to save the world. That was that was a come on man scene for me. And, and, and in real movie time, it actually took 23 minutes. I thought that was pretty interesting. I was like, this is not 15 minutes. This you, is you way... Felt it. And yeah, you can absolutely feel it. Speaking of feeling it, we were talking about this is... This movie was way too long. <laughs> yes. As I was watching the movie in the movie theater, so I watched it again to get a, a little better view. But when I watched it in the movie theater, around this time, with all the chasing and the, the scene in the, the medical camp when they're looking for everything, I found myself looking at my watch like, how long has this movie been going for already? Like, there's still more? <laughs> <laughs> there's bad reveals left. So we'll talk about that a little more as we get into the reviews, but... It was definitely a, a long movie. Other little tidbits that I caught. Do you remember the the truck extraction scene when he's um they're, they're getting ready to do the heist and kind of block off the car? That, that's yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Transferring where they, where they where instead of doing what he's supposed to do, he knocks the car into the water. Yep, he hits and all the that truck. Stuff, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Then he just he just rolls. Apparently, apparently the way latches and trucks work is if you push against a door hard enough, they just all open. So, you know, cargo <laughs> is irrelevant. <laughs> I didn't notice that. I didn't notice that. Yeah, the, the truck's yeah, driving away it. and er- all the bad guys fall out. And then oh, that's the next right. Scene... That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 didn't, I didn't even try to fathom what was going on there, to be honest with you. I saw that. I was out in truck. That was just convenient. I was rapping right now. And then the <laughs> cops were like, oh, yeah, these guys. Forget the truck oh, that just yeah, drove right. away and they all fall out of it. But these guys. So that was, that was a funny one. And another funny scene that I saw that I was laughing. In the beginning, Dr. Delbrook, the crazy man, you know, the fake hospital scenario, he was like, I'll give you the yeah. code if you, re- if you read the manifesto. And they were like, okay. So he read the first sentence and he's like, done. Yeah. Here. Here's the code. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I wrote down, that was literally my probably second note of this whole entire experience was fake stream. Like, you could tell from the second that that was a completely staged I didn't know the whole room was fake. I will admit that. I didn't realize the me, whole me room that, that was, was a gonna, good setup. Yeah, but the, the stream it was like, okay, this guy is not even. <laughs> he don't hold so no it, water. In the beginning, it, I did fall for it when they were like, "Oh, three bombs have gone off and it's destruction." I was like, "Oh, they actually did it." I thought 
Hollywood was, was finally doing something different here. Me too, right? For a, a second, I was like, no, nah, this is fake. Homeboy yeah. turned into Takashi 69. He was like, what information? Started writing everybody out. So you know about the line. codes, right? <laughs> I was like, why wouldn't you wait for the manifesto to be read in its entirety? Because they could have just pump faked you. Like, yeah, we're going to read it. We got the code. All right, shut it down. Right. Yeah. So, well, my other come on scene was the whole I murder women and children's with smallpox. Like, he didn't say it with no no, no feeling Conviction. in it. Like, yeah, I didn't feel like he murdered anybody. I was like, ah. <laughs> I've seen him murder people, too. And I was like, no, nah, I don't feel like you murdered I anybody. I Because like, I murdered <laughs> women and children. Small. It was terrible. I, def- I wasn't Poor feeling that particularly. Like, come on, yeah. Tom. We, we don't believe you. You need more people. Yeah, yeah you could right? do better. You could do better. And then uh, just a little bit, uh, some funny notes, not really bad. It's just, did you notice Walker telling everybody his name and nobody caring? Like three or four, three or four times in the movie, he's like, you're, you're like definitely way Walker. better at this than I do. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, "Hi, I'm Walker." And we're like, "Okay, hi, I'm Walker." I'm like, "You need some love, man? You need a hug or something? Why are you?" He was about to be like, "Oh, we've been waiting for you." Yeah, Walker. Hey, Walker. <laughs> we have an envelope. Here you go. I don't think the whole movie, everybody that he introduced himself to, nobody cared or even acknowledged by giving them his their name. They were just like, and. Right. I felt bad yeah. for him. <laughs> he just I, wants to be loved. I didn't, now I, I know why I he did that. that. I can't say I noticed that. That, that was... Right, you know why his, his anger, where it stemmed from? Yeah. You, you had empathy? He just wanted love, man. Right, he All just right. wants someone to know his name. <laughs> <laughs> he should have went to fucking chairs. <laughs> it was like, I am Groot. I am Groot. Like, after a certain point. <laughs> okay. Uh, and then I think the last little... This was more for my own edification. I was like, how radioactive is plutonium? Because these people are handling this thing like it's a basketball. Every well, other wasn't scene... it in the... I assumed it was in some sort of coating that protected the actual plutonium, them from the actual plutonium. Me too. So I was like, it must be that way. But my understanding of plutonium was, I don't want to be anywhere near it. But these people I'm walking around... I'm a bad guy, fam. I, like, <laughs> what you want me to do? Like, <laughs> that's gotta, part of my I job gotta, description. I got to yeah. throw it in my backpack, you know? Yeah, I'm keeping it I thorough. Go- what you mean? <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, that was that was more for me. So I had to look it up. So apparently, you can't walk around with plutonium like that. It's not oh. to the touch. It can be non radioactive. So I was, that was just more of like a oh, the more you know. That was you know for that? all the nerds out there. Anybody yeah. who nerds listening, and I'm sorry for you. all uh, you know a- any scientist that is listening to this and is offended right now that we did not know that. I apologize. <laughs> if right. you're a scientist and you're listening to this. And you're offended by our science knowledge. You need a hobby. You really need something to do. Get off of this and go save the world. Yeah, right. You listen to podcasts to critique their science knowledge. You need a hobby, fans. We have to make sure we get our science on point. I don't want to see comments talking about our science. Yeah, okay. I'm good. (laughs) You know me. If I see some comments talking about our science, I'm going to respond aggressively. (laughs) (laughs) So let's get into the review. All right. So... For overall, I enjoyed it. You I enjoyed would. it. Yeah, You're that type of person. <laughs> yeah, and, and I, will, I will say I am a Tom Cruise fan, so there's a little bias there. I kind of know what I'm signing up for when I go watch a Tom Cruise movie. As I said, there's also some nostalgia involved because this movie was one of the, like the first big action movies that I saw as a child. And then going into him bringing it back, producing it, and doing his own stunts—that's something that I've always appreciated about Tom Cruise as well. 
he he puts it out there, man. So, so you, wait, I actually yesterday you started talking about him doing his own stunts, and you was I cut you off when you were telling me an anecdote regarding that because I wanted to hear it live. So yeah, you, you were you were in, you were asking me whether he really did his own stunts, and he does. I don't know that he does a hundred percent of them, but a large majority. I was gonna say I, I know I saw at least one body double during that movie. So I'll tell you. So this is a fun fact, actually. During the the London chase chase scene where he's jumping rooftop to rooftop. That one big jump where he kind of almost doesn't make it and he's like hanging off and he comes back up. He actually injured. I think he fractured his ankle in that jump and still filmed the rest of the movie. Okay. okay. He's a thug. So I'll give him that. And then okay. the helicopter uh, scene. He's and no I Jackie think this Chan, is, but. He's, uh, yeah, Jackie Chan, there's a big shoes to fill. <laughs> yeah. You can put a, a, a fake sneaker sock over your, your cast like it, uh, Jackie Chan did. And just go, right, just go about your business. Like what about your yeah. business on top of a uh, uh, what are th- those water fan boats? Yeah, that's, yeah. that's thuggish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the other scene that uh, you might not know that I think also made me buy in a little more with the helicopter chase scene. He learned to fly that helicopter in a month. I think it was a month or a couple of months from not ever flying. Well, I think he's piloted other stuff, but he learned to fly that helicopter and flew it solo for real. You think he's piloted other stuff? He was in Top Gun, fam. He's a pilot. You, you think he was flying F-16? I, I don't know that. He, 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 no, I don't know. I'm just talking shit. But, uh, <laughs> he, 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 was, he was Maverick. Well, he was he, Maverick, Maverick. Right? Was, Come yeah, on, man. Yeah, yeah. You see, I just, I'm barely... I played Top Gun for the NES. Boy, that's, <laughs> that's it. That's like, your knowledge I, of it. I watched it once, maybe. So, are we doing a scale of 1 to 10? I don't know. I, I kind of don't want to do a scale to one to ten because I feel like that that constricts us to uh, a, a very rigid rubric. Like okay, okay, okay. So how would you like <laughs> to rate them? This is live, people. So bear with us. <laughs> this is um, this is we how you create them... content. <laughs> <laughs> let's give it. Let's give. Let's do a banana scale. No, I'm kidding. Um, I think <laughs> for ridiculous <That's> racist <laughs> banana peels. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> No, I don't know. I think um, I don't know that I, I would want to do a scale because I'm okay, throwing out a number okay. in there. Gotcha. But I would say that overall the movie was enjoyable. You know, you definitely had to suspend some belief. It was way too long. I don't know what the trend is with going over two hours nowadays with movies. That don't and that movie it. felt over two hours. Every minute over, like, for me, an hour, like, 45, I was like, this is going to be a two-hour movie. And I remember... I wrote that down before I started. Two two seven. Yes, it was a long movie, and there's you know there are movies that definitely go over two hours and you don't feel it. You know, we mentioned like Wonder Woman was in the first two hours. Door. Yeah, the first door. They're, they're definitely Avengers. Yeah, so like Avengers Infinity Wars was a movie that I didn't feel the time as much. Malcolm X. We can go on and on and on. This was not one of them. <laughs> I wanted to throw Malcolm X in there though. Just wanted yeah. to make sure. <laughs> Yeah, for the woke Shawshank Redemption. You yeah, know? for the woke community, I'm out here in these streets. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, so that was my overall like review. It was good. It was too long, and I also think like looking back at it and looking all through my notes, there were a lot of scenes that maybe didn't need to be included, in, and that goes into the length as well. It was more for like shock and awe effect, but then it was disregarded completely, like you said, like the whole scanning of the face that whole scene didn't need to happen pretty much right 100 percent. and that was a good chunk that was a good 15 minute scene it was in there fighting for a little bit of time so mm-hmm. that that was that was that was a good chunk of time so i'll jump into my review Go so ahead. again the first thing i wrote down so this is the first time i ever took notes for a movie the first thing i wrote down 
before the movie started was two hours and 27 minutes. Because that was concerning to me. <laughs> I was like, I don't know that I have this for a Mission Impossible movie. And it was, it was, I felt that two hours and 27. For me, again, not a big Mission Impossible fan. Not really my bag. It was an okay movie. I wouldn't tell anybody to run out and see it. I don't know if I would tell anybody to see it. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say but, seeing it. So I saw it in a the movie theater and seeing it again, it was a little and, bit. Much. Denari saw it three t- three times. Yeah, this is my third time watching. Yeah, I I I wouldn't watch it three times. I couldn't watch it three times. I would have <laughs> just you been see like, what if I you would have suggested it, and I saw it twice already. I would have said, "Like, we just got to pick a whole next movie." <laughs> I did so, this for you, right? I did this for right. You. Just listenership. Right. Yeah, yeah. I, I suffered so you could hear some jokes. Okay. Yes. I hope you like the jokes. So overall, yeah. it was an okay movie. Not not the best movie I've ever seen. Not the worst. No, nah, definitely not the worst. Not the worst, but it's a good action movie just to you know throw on if you. I would say in the background that you can watch most of it, but don't necessarily need to pay all the attention. You'll, you'll get the gist. Yeah, definitely. If I was not watching this movie to take notes, I would have been on my phone for probably the majority of it because there wasn't a lot that I needed to see and observe. You know, it wasn't like a brain tease or anything like. That. No, not at all. And I think definitely three times is too much to watch this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three times is like almost like punishment. <laughs> You're like, yeah, I feel bad for you. Do you have any other uh, things so, to add? My, my, my only little notes is I thought it was funny at the beginning of the movie because this is, you know, we've been telling our significant others about this and telling them what we were going to do. So she really wanted to watch this movie. And I really didn't really care about this movie. So she asked me when we started, so you're just going to sit here and make fun of my movie? And I was like, pretty much. <laughs> I'm, I'm just here for the jokes and the laughs and to take some notes. And then, but I thought it was funny because towards the end of it, she was like, did you see that? Did you notice that? Did you write this down? And then she read my notes. And I was like, oh, see? See? Yeah, now you're interested in this. So anything for you? Uh, no, I think overall, like I said, I think I already mentioned all the issues that I had and then what I liked. I think they announced the next one. I'm sure you'll be lining up to go see that one, model. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm opening day. <laughs> yeah, I actually traded my Avengers tickets so I could go see it. Yeah. You know, who wants to see the Avengers when you can see Mission Impossible? Hard pass. <laughs> right. <laughs> no. Are, are they really doing another one? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I think he, like I said, he's producing him nowadays. Um. So he kind of took over the franchise a little bit and is keeping it going. Hey. Right, well. I mean, um, I, I'm not a big Fast and the Furious fan, but people still watch those and they make a lot of money. So who am I to hate? Yeah, it's, sequels are not ending anytime soon in Hollywood. So if no, and this one, this movie made a boatload of money. So did it really? Yeah, and the fact that it was funded, um, like by him, I'm sure would not exactly uh, deter him from doing another. For making some more money, no. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's human, right? Yeah. More, more money, please. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Okay. Well, I think that's uh, uh pretty much wraps us up for this episode. Uh, only in movies. Thanks for coming out, guys. We appreciate y'all for listening. Thank you for bearing with us. I know this first episode was probably a little bit of a mess. We're gonna get better. We're gonna improve. We're gonna grow together as an only in movies family. So follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube at Only in Movies Pod. Yes, yes, yes. So that's all the platforms. So. 
We're also going to be on SoundCloud and a couple of others. We'll be announcing them. But if you follow any of those, we'll put the information there as well. Also, let us know what movies you want us to cover in the future by responding to our Instagram story questions. We're going to post some of those. And we'll also be allowing you all to just leave some comments, recommend stuff. And we'll be monitoring those and seeing what you all would like us to cover in the future. So join us next time for more things that happen only in movies. See you guys.